everyone. And Mama K. Hey, everybody. And tonight, we are doing Jojo Rabbit. It finally came out in some theaters. That wasn't, you know, like two theaters. It's uh, It's gone wide. Uh, I was very excited to do this um, back when Me it was Me too. To I was looking schedule. forward to it. Yeah, I the trailer did look really fun. It looked awesome. Uh, this <laughs> is directed by Taika Waititi. Uh, he has done many movies. Most recently, he did the Thor Ragnarok, uh, yeah. but he also did uh, What We Do in the Shadows, the Vampire mockumentary. He did uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. Uh, his first movie is Eagle vs. Shark. He's, 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 I've seen most of his movies. Uh, he's, a, he's a New Zealander. He's got a weird, quirky kind of style to him. It's kind of like... Just as a person, he has a weird, quirky kind of style to him. I like it. Yeah, it's a little goofy for me sometimes, but he's there's there's still a lot of heart in there, which is surprising. Yes. All of his movies have like a have like a bunch of weird weirdos, but they're kind of they, you feel emotion for them, which is shocking. Uh, Jess, have you ever seen? I oh, know, yeah, you saw Thor Ragnarok, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Can you explain that answer? Because. Um... Well, I saw it with Jess and a couple. Yeah, other I people think and, what was it? I talked the first half and slept the other half. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> wow. That Did is, someone punch yeah. you in the face and knock you out? That's why you slept because you were talking all the time. <laughs> Maybe <there>. Brennan did. <laughs> I think she I think she lost steam talking because everyone else we were watching we were sitting with we we're just watching the movie and like enjoying it and then she's like, Alright, I give up. <laughs> <laughs> I did see uh the Pillsbury Doughboy a few times. The Pillsbury Doughboy. I have no idea what you're talking about. Groot. I always think he looks like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Or Goot. What is his name? Groot? Yeah. He's a tree. He looks nothing like... And he's not in Thor Ragnarok. Never mind. Korg? Korg? No, I'm I'm talking about Groot. Like, the the little tree thing. Yeah, that's not in Thor Ragnarok. It's Guardians of the Galaxy. All right, never mind. Wrong movie. (laughs) Jojo Rabbit. So I'm going to read the synopsis for Jojo Rabbit. Uh, it's pretty pretty simple. A young boy in Hitler's army finds out his mother is hiding a Jewish girl in their home. There's more. But, but... Yeah, I was say, there's a little more to that. <laughs> there's, that's the synopsis. You can yeah, say I... like the time period or what's going on specifically. But well, we'll I mean, that. a little boy enlists in Hitler's army. You can imagine it's World War II time. It's taking place in Nazi Germany. And it follows this little boy. And... Uh, yeah, he, he he runs into other characters and has little little challenges, uh, and we'll we'll talk about what kind of character he is and the people he run into. If you have not seen Jojo Rabbit, hopefully you can now because it's in yeah. a lot more theaters, it's a lot more available. So go check it out if you have any interest. We are about to spoil it. Uh, yes. We rate things here at Films with the Woman in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. We start with our protagonist, Jojo Betzler. Uh, he is a 10-year-old boy, and he is super obsessed with Nazis. Like, he thinks they're <laughs> the coolest fucking people ever. He's like uh, a super patriot, I guess uh, you could say, in his in this time. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of friends. His father is absentee. His mother works. Um, we, we get more of or her something. later. Yeah. Uh, or something. And uh, so to pass the time, I guess... He he has an imaginary friend who is <laughs> Hitler. It's literally like Adolf Hitler, played by Taika Waititi, played by the director. Oh, played by the director? That's fun. That's the director. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, he plays like a buffoonish slapstick crazy person version of Hitler. So it's pro- I can't think of another portrayal of Hitler where it's 
it's this comedic. Um, that is my now preferred portrayal of Hitler, though, like ever. Yeah, I, so. I think you, like you couldn't do this yet with like modern day like war criminals. I guess like you can't do this yet with I don't know like Osama bin Laden's probably <laughs> we're not ready for that yet. But like you know, fifty <laughs> years down the line, we could get a slapsticky Osama bin Laden. Um, <laughs> It's so it's just like a whatever. That's that's how we start with the movie. Uh, he, yeah. he and he goes to a little like uh, Hitler youth training camp. Uh, he's got his one right. friend there, Yorkie, the ch- chubby kid with the glasses. Oh my god, my so favorite. good, so good, <laughs> so Him, good. So that's like his one like real friend who isn't imaginary Hitler. Uh, and they are at the <laughs> camp, and you know he he can't kill a rabbit. That's part of the, his uh, training, and how he gets the nickname Jojo Rabbit, the not the not flattering nickname. Uh, the older boys tease him about not being able to kill like cold blood kill a rabbit, and then one of them just snaps the neck, and then they make fun of him. He runs away crying. Uh, he tries to prove himself that he's you know tough and can can hack it by uh, doing a grenade drill, and. <laughs> He, he throws the grenade, uh, bounces off a tree, lands right near him, and it fucking blows up in his face. And, and I was like, did they just yeah. kill our kid? They, just, <laughs> they murdered him. The grenade just blew up in his face. But I guess it only <laughs> cut him up a little bit in his leg and made him kind of fucked up in his walk. And he's got some stuff on his face. Um, All the jokes about uh, how his face looks afterwards cracked me up. <laughs> Oh, I think he's like a monster and like deformed. <laughs> you know what <laughs> his mom that... says about him? Yeah, everyone right. makes fun of him. His mom does it like teasing these. His mom, we should say, I haven't said it yet. Scarlett Johansson's the mom. Uh, she is. She's also a goofy, like fun character uh, for the most. She's part. goofier yeah. than I appreciated, I think. But we can go into that in characters. Yeah, um, and then we have other people. People will recognize pop up in here. Sam Rockwell is yeah. like the alcoholic, cynical, one-eyed captain. Uh, who's in charge of the kids' camp because, you know, he lost his eye, so they're like, they don't want him on the front lines anymore. Uh, Rebel Wilson is uh, a camp person. I don't really know what her title is, but she, like, just kind of runs around <laughs> making jokes. and, and She's a birther. Before. Sounds like Rebel <laughs> Wilson. Right. She had, she had eight, yeah, 18 children for Germany. Uh, That's right. And uh, we get a couple other people in, come in later that people will recognize, but the whole Stephen plot... Merchant. After after he gets blown up in the face, yeah, Stephen Merchant, I like his character. Uh, mm. After the whole um, uh, blow up at the camp, he can't do camp stuff anymore because he's injured. Uh, the mom's very upset with uh, with Sam Rockwell's lack of uh, attention to the kids, uh, and the, so he is at home and he hears things going on upstairs. He hears stuff moving around. He goes upstairs and discovers a girl is living in the crawl space on like the third floor of the house in like the attic kind of area yeah um and she's elsa she is the girl that is the jewish girl who is being hidden in uh, the attic she's a former classmate of his uh, deceased sister so uh, when i saw the trailer to this i thought it was going to be anne frank (laughs) (laughs) that'd be be so that'd be so much just to do i thought it was all of it it Um, harriet harriet tubman yeah, yeah. it could have been Harriet, Harriet too, and Frank. Um, and so the the whole plot changes here, and I don't want to give too much away about like their relationship that kind of happens between the two of them. Um, mm. I'll start with Jess. I'll start with Jess. What did you think of the plot of this movie? Um, so I think I mentioned to you the first thirty minutes. I was super super uncomfortable watching this. Um, I think it, this is considered a satire, right? That's the right word. 
Yeah, I guess it's a comedy. I don't know if, if I don't know what it's, if it's specifically using satire correctly, but um, sure. Um, so I feel like making the Holocaust into a satire just I don't know it just didn't sit well with me, and I was like, I don't know if I should be laughing at this. This is weird being a comedy because it really is like a really horrible piece of time. Um, and this is also like not long after I saw Harriet, where I was like, oh, this is taking this piece of time and like really showing what happened and this is like making fun of it a little bit so we can do um, a slapstick comedy about slavery too we can make it we can make this about every horrible tragedy i don't know that we could do that yeah i don't know okay. I just why not like, <laughs> dude irreverence it just doesn't sit well at first um but then i got over it and <laughs> ended up loving it. <laughs> <laughs> i think it was the initial 30 minutes i was like oh my gosh just uh, I don't know. It just didn't. I felt a little queasy, but then yeah, I got over it. Um, so I, I ended up loving it, which I thought I probably would. Um, in the theaters, it was a little different. Um, and I think maybe I'll talk about that in the visual and sound. I was kind of like, eh, this is like an indie movie, and I don't really appreciate those too much. Like the, I feel like they're kind of like cheaply made. But then I, I did like because some of the parts. They have no money. <laughs> oh yeah, they do have no money. And they want to get their vision out. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I really liked the characters. Um, the plot was hilarious, and it it did have some resonance and feel. So I feel like it was a lot of funny, but a lot of um, historical, intimate parts too. So um, I'm probably gonna give this give this a four. Mom, okay. I agree with Jess. I think that I went into this um, with really open eyes and ready to take this on as as a full-on satire for Hitler. I mean, I've seen the producers, and I don't find that particularly funny. And I also find that very hard to watch. If you don't know, it's, you know, got Hitler. I'd like to do that one. Yeah, it's <laughs> I, absurd. I, and yeah, for me, it's too, it's, it's too much. And I don't know. Um, so I read up a little bit on this. So I felt like I would be a little more prepared than just walking in, you know, cold and having to get like spend that 30 minutes getting over what, it, what we're really talking about here. But, um, but I kind of, I kind of got right into it right after I kind of just switched in my head. I'm like, okay, this is, you know, you see a crazy, I mean, Hitler's crazy. Let's be clear. But, you know, a Taika Waititi Hitler is like, like a John Cleese Hitler, like to the nth power. And then there were, you know, I had things I was thinking about Harvey, the movie Harvey with James Stewart, where he's got a six foot rabbit. And I know that there must be some sort of, you know, he's got that reference mm -hmm. that he's probably playing with um, as he's going on in the movie. Um, but I found the plot kind of basic because, you know, there's like uh, Jess said, there's the diary of Anne Frank where she's being hidden in an attic. And, and this is very, you know, there's a lot of things that we feel like, I feel like I've already heard and seen before, but the fresh take is, is not just the, it's not just the, the crazy, funny Hitler. It's, you know, from the little, the little boy's point of view and he, how it's his version of what is happening then, but it doesn't seem terrible. It, you know, even, you know, things are bombed out. Everyone is starving. He's eating this soup that looks like water and they have, you know, two slices of bread. But it mm -hmm. all seems so lovely <laughs> and just <laughs> beautiful. Um, so it, I don't know that I could pull the plot away. The plot's fine. The plot's probably a, a four, four and a half. Maybe I'm going to give it a four and a half just because there's some really quirky things to it. Um, but I think the way that it's given to us really enhances the storyline. 
I'm at like a three and a half for the plot. It's not the strongest point. Uh, the, the best stuff in the movie for me is, I think it's the center line, which is the kid and the girl's storyline. Their whole, mm. every, uh, that's the stuff in the movie that I like the most uh, when it's the two of them. And their whole, you know, their friendship relationship that grows throughout the movie, um, which starts off exceptionally adversarial, as you as you would expect. The background stuff in the plot, like the whole, like, I guess you said the whole, it, it seems lovely. Like, are they poor or are they not poor? Is there, like, they're, they're just, you know, it's at the end of the war. So Germany's kind of getting squeezed on all sides. They're not the power they were, or the height of the war. Yeah, you so. would think it would be so much worse. Right, and, that's and that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, I know the tone isn't gonna do that. Like, we can't we can't have it be that. There are definitely some like really sad, you know, heart heartbreaking moments in here, but it's not that's not the overall tone we're going for. So like, we can't it can't be that depressing the whole time, I guess. But you know, the outs the stuff beyond the core relationship between the two characters, between the the boy and the girl, it's it's kind of it's like window dressing. It's there's, there's some fun bits that are like kind of funny. Uh, and Hitler's not as big of a part of the movie as the trailer would make you believe, just because that's that's like the hook. Right. Like, oh, look, we got wacky Hitler, and he's he's friends with a little boy. Look at his big pants, and he's running around, <laughs> jump, jumping over logs, and like that's like that's the hook to like get you in. Like, oh, I want to see Hitler be silly, I guess. But um, yeah, and I'm actually with Jess too. I I wasn't in this movie in the first twenty thirty minutes until the until we got to the girl in the attic. Then I was I was hooked, um, but not because like I have you know. Reference. I, I don't really care about. I don't think anything's sacred. I think you can make fun of anything. So that's not the problem I have at the beginning. I just it wasn't landing. The jokes weren't very good. Um, the characters weren't super funny in the beginning. I I, I wasn't like on board with the whole the whole beginning. It just felt it just felt we. It didn't it didn't feel even when Sam Rockwell came into the picture. Still, I mean, yeah. Unfortunately, that's when really? that's when I that's when I, I thought... got worried. I was like, oh, I don't like Sam Rockwell right now, and I always like Sam you Rockwell. Didn't think they were gonna <laughs> use him right. Well, I think, by the, I think by the end, I come around on everyone by the end. Uh, maybe not Rebel yeah. Wilson. I don't really know what she was doing there. I guess. Yeah, that no. Yeah, I've been saying about her. But yeah, I'm at like a three five overall. We can talk more about the details in a second because once we meet Elsa, uh, hit, uh, JoJo and Elsa have like a little. Um, they have little like chats about like uh, very angry at each other, making fun of each other, like children chats about why Jojo thinks the Nazis are awesome. And Elsa doesn't really let him in at the first. She kind of just continuously toys with him. She's like, oh, yeah, Jewish people are vampires who live in caves and we hang upside right. down and like, <laughs> eat, eat unicorn blood. And like right. she makes up all this shit and Jojo's ready, like take it seriously. Like, oh, I knew it. You use your mind to yeah, kill exactly. powers. Like, and every time, and I love it, like, they're back and forth. She keeps stealing knives from him. And uh, the, the mom comes home later, where's all the knives? There's, there's a lot of funny little bits. And every time he goes back to see imaginary Hitler, she's like, oh, she's a crafty one. Like, they're, like she's, pro- she's probably devising ways right now to, to suck our souls out. Like, it, it, it's... I like the tone here in the middle, and I like everything with the girl. I think the girl is my favorite character in this. She's mm. ex- she's so likable. I really like her a lot. Um, I feel like you I like the, the girl too. more than I did. I felt like she. I she love was, the girl. Yeah, she was. I liked her, but I I wasn't like those were my favorite. I parts. loved her like attitude. Like when we first meet her, she like she like threatens the kid with a knife, and like and like she at no point is she like. I mean, she gets she's vulnerable later on, but she's extremely non-meek. You would think this person who's like starved in an attic, like 
hiding away from everyone who be timid and shy and like afraid. No. But she just like fuck shit up. She, she later on she she come, she does yeah. something when Nazis are invading the house that Oh, I know. took, took some fucking guts. Like I think she's awesome. Uh, I guess we're talking about I'm talking about the characters right now. Um yeah, I, we can. I will go I will go back to you Mama K. What do you think of the characters in this? Um I do like the characters. There's uh, I think there's a couple characters that are throwaways. The Rebel Wilson character is a throwaway. I'm yeah, not I quite agree. sure what her function was it like the whole she could have been gone through the whole movie and nothing would have changed in the movie um to be fair the little the little kid you guys both like with the glasses he i mean i know you guys like him but he's also kind of throwaway like i mean does no he, he doesn't need to i don't be there. <laughs> no he's not a throwaway <laughs> at all I think he doesn't he has, need to he, be there his his purpose in the plot i mean he doesn't need, really but the few points he's in there like just brighten up the movie so much he he does. I think he does need to be there too because it makes this this little boy character not sort of a a crazy lone dude. You know, I mean, he's he's only got the one friend, but that one friend. I mean, they are just like they're friends to the end, no matter what. And even though their their initial bond is the fact that they both are like super Nazi lovers that's not what their friendship is about at all and I just you know when they see each other and there's bombs going off around them and it's like hey oh hey how's it going you know like <laughs> like they just saw each other at you know the mini mart or something so I don't think that that he's a throwaway character at all I think he's 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 necessary to to have some levity for for this boy also I didn't love the mother um I I wanted to, but I found that she was, her character was just a little too, first of all, not present. And then when she was present, it, I couldn't really grasp what her, what her function was. I mean, she I had she some good scenes. function by the, by, by the end. Well, but yeah, she had some good scenes with, where, you know, when she, when he's mouthing off to her and then she pretends to be, you know, she puts the coal on her face and pretends to be the father and really goes <laughs> I like at that him. scene a lot. I do too. Um, I, I like that scene a lot too, but that's really, you know, the only scene until the end <laughs> where I think it makes any sense to me. I don't, you know, she, we find out that she, do we go there? Do we find out? Can we talk? Sure. About, let's talk about like what she's actually doing throughout the day. Yeah, she's a resistance person, and apparently the father is too off in some distant land, unless I'm not reading that correctly. He's either and off somewhere, I, he could be dead, He's but he's somewhere else fighting resistance. Right. Like, he's, he's yeah, but the they're allies. both yeah. yeah, they're both part of the resistance against the Nazis, and I just feel like, I don't know that, you know, the time that you have with your son when you're doing this, and you know how really dangerous and volatile this type of thing is, and when you're with him, you're that strange and like i don't know slap happy uh, slap sticky maybe um she is she's incredibly goofy i could goofy is the word i was using she's a super goof character until until she's not well yeah until she's just a pair of shoes so um (sighs) but the other characters the little boy i was shocked to find out that this is the that first boy's acting gig and uh i thought he was so solid in in his portrayal of this boy who was you know the just the driving force for this movie Robert Davis is the actor yeah really really good um you know Taika Waititi he could have been Korg in this movie it's the same thing <gasps> but um but he does it so well and like you said it's not really a movie about funny Hitler it, it's just that's you know that's no, a he's a he's, a, he's an aside. Yeah, yeah, he's an aside. 
um, who else in the movie? I think Sam Rockwell is underused, but I think they really wanted to sh- to show the relationship between, you know, the, I think they wanted to focus on the boy. I think they wanted to show the relationship between the boy and the girl and Sam Rockwell d- did his part really well. Um, my thought though, is if he was that deformed or whatever, they probably would ju- would have just killed him and not let him run this, you know, Nazi camp for, for little kids because He's there's no room. An eye. In... I guess that wasn't deformed Yeah, but there's enough. no room in Aryan nation for lack of perfection. So, um, I like yeah, and to have voice. the clones are malfunctioning, and to have Hitler be portrayed by this dude that's like half Jewish and half Maori, you know, in Taika Waititi is kind of like the ultimate, you know, yeah. to Hitler. Um, uh, Stephen Merchant, not not very much in there, but I always love seeing him. I'm gonna give the characters. And the girl, I didn't even talk about the girl. Um, you didn't talk about the best gonna, character in the movie. <laughs> you're gonna gush. You're gonna gush about her anyway. I yeah. en- I enjoyed her character. Um, I didn't find that it was strange that she wasn't meek at all. I mean, she survived up until this point, so she's a badass. There's no doubt. Um, I don't know how long she had been there. You know, I mean, she didn't have the. It didn't seem like she was there for you know years and years, but she had alluded to the fact that she had been hidden out this whole time and you know all of this stuff started back in probably 10 years prior it sounds like she bounced around and ended up there yeah they said that at one point so it's easily that she'd been hiding out since she was a young child you know um so this was just part of i think she was tenacious because of that um and i and i i liked her character her character's a focal point in the movie and really important so based on her character and the boy really um i'm gonna give the characters a four yeah i enjoy the characters too um so i'll start with jojo he's the best like badass little kid ever um he's just so (laughs) so funny like every scene that he's in his facial expressions are on point and yeah i I was telling brandon like it's really hard to compare little kid uh finn and it because that was like best little kid ever but I think JoJo might have beaten him, which is saying a lot. Wow, um, for Jess, that's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. That's a, that's oh, a big okay. compliment. If I'm just right. judging JoJo on his own, he's a solid Cinco. Um, this kid can do no wrong. He <laughs> and it was his first big gig too, so uh, congrats to him. So very, yeah. very proud of uh, I agree. little JoJo, and I like the name JoJo too. <laughs> if it was any other name, like I don't know, some regular name, it wouldn't have fit. But just JoJo just makes it so much funnier. Yeah. So I actually really do like um, Scarlett Johansson. She's probably my next favorite one. Um, and okay, I th- change my mind because I want to, but I don't. I just love the little relationship that Jojo and his mom has because I feel like it's not your typical relationship, as you said. But she just makes things so funny. And I think she's teaching Jojo the right things, but not being so blatant about it. Like um, how hmm. to fall in love or like how to view the world without trying to be so deliberate where he questions his mom um so i think she's really subtle in that and just dancing and enjoying life as it is i love the irony of behind um where the girl in the attic jojo's mom told the girl in the attic don't tell don't tell your um or don't reveal yourself to jojo even though she already did right. um mm-hmm. and so just little tests between them where they're eating dinner and um 
Jojo's mom was like, oh, I'm not that hungry. And Jojo was like, well, I'm twice as hungry, so I'm going to eat your dinner. And <laughs> just kind of. <laughs> right. <laughs> Knowing full well she intended yeah. to give it to the girl in the attic. Just stuff yeah. like that. And talking about his face, I just thought it was so lighthearted and fun. As she's still trying to teach him um, just how to be a decent man. So that's why I like Scarlet. Right. Again, Rebel Wilson, she could have not been there, and that wouldn't have done anything for me. Sam Rockwell, I think he was fine. He played his part really well, but I especially appreciated him at the end where um, he Mm -hmm. didn't turn in um, the girl in the attic. And then when he threw Jojo off himself as he was going to get shot, like he really, really redeemed himself. And I appreciate that. And I think you can tell that he um, really liked Jojo's mom, but could never say that out loud. I think he, he had a good heart and it was just masked by what was going on in history and then my favorite has to be yorkie his he probably was in the movie like three (laughs) times but i think i laughed so hard like with his presence especially when um jojo was like oh yeah so i basically had this girlfriend but she's a jew and then uh yorkie was like jojo you have a girlfriend that's great like there's there's worse things in the world to have a jewish girlfriend right now (laughs) <laughs> as like shit's right, exploding it's behind them <laughs> so um the characters were solid i think i'm gonna give them a four or five yeah i uh i'm on board with a four or five uh because the strength of uh, so I, I i'll gush about the girl in a second i think the kid is really good the main kid jojo if it weren't for if it weren't for elsa i, I he would probably be my favorite character um i like how into it's like a kid here would be super into army men when he's like a little kid and dresses up as like an army man and goes and plays army it's like that but in nazi germany and you know with right. the, we know you know we know history and we know how what happened in the atrocities but he's a 10 year old kid he doesn't know he thinks he's just being he's playing soldier um and, the, and right. his hero is a, a, a war leader so that i mean i like it in that context and it makes it he it makes the humor work for me when he has to like defend nazism and talk about how jewish people grow horns and like do all this all this crazy stuff um right, t- how t- ridiculous it is i know yeah. and i like that that's the, going to the the hitler portrayal i like that they made him a complete crazy buffoon character um you know obviously it's, it's taken to extremes um but he yeah i think i think he's really good um Rebel Wilson, I think we've come to the consensus, doesn't need to be here. Uh, Sam Rockwell, I like his, <laughs> I agree with Jess, he's, his turn and redemption towards the end uh, is mm-hmm. earned. I like it. Um, I lean more with Jess for Scarlett Johansson. I don't love her, but I think she. I think she's really important. And I like a lot of the scenes she's in. Like Jess said, the bread that where she's, he takes the extra bread from her. Um, I like their little, their little walk and talk about, yeah, love and stuff, uh, with this, with she dan- dancing with the shoes and the bikes and the park. I, I like all that kind of stuff. And Stephen Merchant's good in his, you know, one scene. Um, but he's, he's, <laughs> he's terrifying. He's, he's good at it, but, uh, he's, he's in one scene. I'm just always happy to see him. Uh, I think he's in the background later on getting taken away in like handcuffs or something, but, yeah. um, the girl is so freaking awesome. Like, I love her attitude the whole time. I love... So, the relationship between the two of them, He he's trying to, you know, coax out all this information. She's giving him all this bullshit about vampires living in caves with the horns. Why don't you have horns? Uh, they, don't co- they don't come in until, uh, until we, we turn 20 or whatever the fuck she says. Um, and she's... And the only, and, but you think she's just gonna be the smartass the whole time, and then you, she brings up uh, Nathan, who is her boyfriend, future husband, something like that. 
Um, yep, fiance. Fiance, there you go. Uh, future husband's from the room. Uh, <laughs> her fiance, and uh, he, so, so JoJo writes fake letters from him that are clearly written by by him. This is the best. <laughs> this is the best. No, I know. <laughs> that's, so good. That's why I love JoJo so much. Like that creativity yeah. was just <laughs> so funny. Yeah, like, dear charts, Elsa, I've man. moved away. I've gotten old and fat, and I don't want to see you anymore. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's so ham-fisted, and and she plays along f- for a little bit, and then she does one where she's making fun of Nathan, and and she shuts the door. She's mad at him, I, and like you can tell, like she she's playing along the whole time. But like this is like a real sore spot for her. I think she played that pain really well, um, mm-hmm. and. and her growth of the character by the end, like the her and the kid growing to be such close friends and needing each other is the best part of this movie. And that's driven by the two yeah. best characters in this movie. So I'm on board with a four or five. Um, visual and sound. Jess, you said you had something to talk about there. What did, what did you think of that? I think it was just the quirkiness. Um, you can tell it was it had that indie-ish vibe to it. Um, like for an example, when Carla Johansson was telling Jojo, like, you know, you're, you're in love when you like, you have butterflies in your stomach. And then in one scene, Jojo looks down and there's just butterflies in his stomach. But it, it's like cheaply done. It's like a cut out of a magazine and then like animated mm-hmm. butterflies. <laughs> um, just stuff like that. Or when um, Jojo was going through, uh, or no, let's see. It was Sam Rockwell or maybe it was uh, Steven. I don't know. Open Jojo's expose and it was all... Um, oh yeah, cartoons of Nathan like just dying in different oh, yeah. ways. Yes. Who is this yes. Nathan boy? <laughs> and it was, but it, that murdered. scene went on so long, and it was just so artistic, like the little drawings and stuff. So mm-hmm. I mean, stuff like that make the movie really unique. And usually, I don't really like movies yeah. like that, but I think it was it was just enough where um it passed for me. So just little things like that, and the whole town looks like a, like a cartoon. Like it's, I don't know if. Like Germany really looked like that, but just the house, the town, what they're wearing, it it just, I don't know. I I think it's a good thing the way they did it, but it's just so different than what you think it was. Yeah, the town looks like something out of like Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, yeah, it's kind of fairy tale. Singing, you know, little town. It's a quiet village. You know, okay, this is happening. Um, could I be think Brennan yes. will agree with me. The strongest imagery or picture in the movie is Scarlett Johansson's shoes as she was hung. Like I, I can still remember yeah. that scene in my head, and just like her red little shoes with like just tied up, hanging there. That was really strong, and they shot that so well. Um, I think that's a real big push for the um picture. So I, I'm probably gonna give this a four. Mom, okay. I'm right up there with thinking that you know this is filmed beautifully. It looks fantastic. And it and it's such a contrast to what you would actually think was happening then. Even even the scenes where you know they're toward the end where there's all the the blo- the bombing and burned out shells of buildings and looks a little bit like you know sort of like the temple area did when we first went to view it when you were going to college, Brennan. Um, it's like this is you know every, every scene was really visceral when from when it starts in the woods when you know adolf hitler is like jumping in the air in slow motion in a matrixy kind of way and uh it's sort of like they employed every cool thing that you want to see uh 
and I had forgotten about the part with the book with all the Nathan torture, but that was so funny. And I was <laughs> laughing and there was one other person in the movie with me and he was also laughing um, at the, just, we both found the same parts, just, you know, charming and funny. Um, I think, I think it was a beautiful film, which I don't, I mean, how often do you say that about a movie that's done during world war two? There's beautiful, you know, you can film something beautifully and make it look great, but this is actually lovely. And um, I loved all of that. I loved everything about it. Her shoes were the cap to everything. So um, I'm going to give this a four and a half. Could we, do we talk about the music at all? Because the music is a big part of it. Is it? I wasn't going to give much praise to the music. What did you think of the music? Well, I think, I think actually in the middle, it was almost... And it's not that it was non-existent, but it was there. But in the beginning, you get this montage of I want to hold Beatles, the Beatles, I want to hold your hand in German. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how is this the beginning of a movie about Nazis? Oh, my gosh. That song was um, stuck in my then, head for like for a day. And I was like, I wonder why this is in my yeah. head. I didn't even realize That's it was in so that movie. weird. I don't. I didn't think about it at all. I didn't. I guess I still didn't like the I didn't like the beginning. of this. You didn't so. think about it at all. And it was just not like really, it was like no. a Beatles. It was like a little Beatles movie. And um, then at the end, when they were playing, when they did Heroes in German, I was like, this is, I was crying. I thought, this is oh, really? just ridiculously beautiful. Yeah. Huh. Um, when they're all and firing at the, at the invisible allies, they're just kind of shooting in the air and everything's blowing up and crazy. Well, yeah, but it's like, but you're the heroes, you know, the heroes are our two characters. And then, and then when they start to dance at the end you know that's i mean part of that's musically oriented and i just i just thought it was great did i give a number yet because i think, I think you gave it a five. four or five are you pushing it up i'm gonna give i'm gonna up it to five oh since i started talking about that and nobody else noticed it but me I, <laughs> yeah i that's not something i picked up on and the, i guess the music for me i didn't really care for much of it in here um visuals are so strong though that it kind of makes up for it though because like i think jess ray said um we after we we learned that um uh, scarlett johansson's character is is working for the allies or is part of the resistance movement um at some point the when i think after the nazis search their house they must find found something and um yeah we see yeah. her and the, this the scene's done so well jojo's following a little butterfly yeah. and it's after he gets the butterflies oh. in his stomach and he's following it following it, and then it, it, and then you know he lands on the ground and he's standing right there and then he just stands up slowly and we see the red shoes that J- just said <sighs> we we saw a lot of scenes earlier where we just saw scarlett Jansen's shoes and her dance when she was dancing and it was just right. it, it hit it's such a, it was such a hit it was a, such a good good choice and moment really well done stuff like that i, I enjoyed um yeah it was a gut punch man really and was. after that and after that back i mean this is character's piece but it's also the way it's shot he runs home and he's so mad he's just mad at, at like everything he doesn't really do, he doesn't know yes. what to blame and he r- runs up to uh to elsa's room i guess and tries to stab her and he she stabs he stabs her a little bit he's so angry but and he knows. Yeah. I think he knows it's not her fault. But he's just like, it's got to be the Jews' fault because that's what I've been told. Everything that bad happens is the Jews' fault, and and they've been right. getting closer as friends to this point. And you see, she's really hurt that he's doing this, and then she, he and then he just breaks down crying on the ground. And oh, 
that whole sequence is so freaking yeah so well done i, uh, I guess that's more and of a, she goes uh, to him that could be more of a resonance feel thing but um before we get to that the, the whole ending wrap up here is this it's a big tonal juggling act like this whole movie has been <laughs> Uh, it's got the you know that emotional stuff. It's got uh, the the little kid. Uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Yorkie Yorkie dropping missiles and accidentally blowing up shops. Uh, you've got <laughs> Sam Rockwell and his buddy uh, dressed in their ridiculous clothes. What with, the hell? With eyeliner and they look like a glam rock band. <laughs> like <with their laughs> they totally do. The, and they're just firing missiles. Um, Rebel Wilson's mid- and they're on a unicorn. They're riding a uh, unicorn. That's right. Because <laughs> that's a whole thing. It's Hitler eating unicorns for dinner um, that's true that one night he actually did yeah <laughs> he has the head on the, gi- the giant like fried head, the head yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh Rebel wilson's like telling kids to just run at people with bombs and basically suicide bomb them so it's, it's a whole juggle and the whole time the the kids you know trying not to get blown up as as this final battle is happening we find out hitler has shot himself the real hitler not fake uh, Nazi or fake uh, Taika Waititi Hitler, um, but the Allies win after this big crazy tonal juggling battle. Um, all the Nazis are getting prosecuted, and like just says, uh, the kid gets uh, to Jojo gets taken over with uh, Sam Rockwell and a bunch of the other Nazis, and he saves him by you know taking his jacket off, spitting on him, calling him a Jew, so they think he's not a not a Nazi. They let him go, and we hear in the right. background Sam Rockwell and the other. Other Nazis get shot, executed, and yeah, the, like Mawake said, the ending ending is the two reunite. Uh, the 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 uh, Jojo and Elsa. Elsa reveals that Nathan actually died, so they both now have nobody, and they're like, "What do we do now?" And then they just have a little, yeah. do a little dance, like a real nice little right. dance, because that's what you do when you're free. <laughs> uh, well, don't forget, don't forget the part where he. I knew he, I was gonna forget something. Uh, you always Jojo say, comes back something. and. We're, don't forget the part where Jojo said he's, he he comes back and he actually you know she has no idea what's going on outside she can just hear the crazy oh, right, war yeah. happening and oh. she doesn't know and and he says and she says you know what happened did you know what who who won and then he says you know he looks outside and you can see the the in his face just his the dilemma and he says we won you know the Nazis won and for a moment I was just like they can't end this movie like this, this is nuts <laughs> that's a pretty big, and then, pretty big um, line. <laughs> yeah it's like that's a slight rewriting of history um and she comes she comes out and and it's never actually said you know what are you talking about the americans are in the streets and you know and we know it's because he clearly, doesn't want but, her to leave he wants her yeah. to stay because he, yeah and we know that he's got a cr- and then they talk about her yeah yeah, they talk about how they love one another, and and that's that's really precious. And then they and then they dance. Which is <laughs> I know you probably love like little brother. He's like yes, like not like a romantic love because he's like a ten year old boy. She's like what seven seventeen? Right. Is that how old she is? Something around there. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so residence and feel. We're at the end. I'll go back to you, Jess. What do you think of the residence and feel? So I think we summarized it really well. I'm not going to repeat everything you said, but um, mm. the scene following the sh- like the shoe scene that really hit hard. Um, I think there was a lot of character growth in this. I liked how I think the Sam Rockwell, even though it was so minute and he wasn't a huge, huge character. Um, I liked his growth and him and his um, resonance towards Jojo and his family. Jojo growed a lot. He learned um, 
I mean, a lot about himself, a lot about the war, a lot about just life and his mom. Um, I think everything that he learned is resonates with me a ton because at first he was just like, you know, this little n- Nazi kid and he thought, you know, he was so cool and he's going to kill the Jews and he realized Jews are people. Um, the war shouldn't have happened and I just think his growth is phenomenal. So I'm probably, did I say my rating? I don't know. No. I don't think so. Yeah, so I'm going to no. settle with a four or five. And as you said, like the way it ended was perfect. It it was kind of, um, I don't know, fairy tale-ish, but it didn't, it wasn't cheesy. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked how it ended. Mom, okay. I'm going to agree with Jess. I'm going to give this a four or five in resonance and feel. Um, there's a lot of scenes that stick with me for a lot of different reasons, whether it's really cool uh, cinematography or really good choices in um, how the characters react to one another. Um, and I love this relationship between the Elsa and Jojo. And I kind of love Jojo's relationship with mostly everybody. Um, I like that the Sam Rockwell character was the redeeming one. I love that he rode a unicorn with his gay friend. Um, <laughs> everything, every, yeah, I really liked I, I don't have very many nitpicks about this movie, except for when you guys are talking about somebody riding a bicycle, I think I must have fallen asleep because I don't know what part you're talking about. So maybe that's my problem. Through the bikes through the park. Okay. Well, there was a point when I was getting a little sleepy and, well, you know, I was the only one in the theater. The it was scenes. really warm. Yeah. I, that <laughs> Usually it's the action scenes. Sometimes, though, I think it's really just the actual middle of the film. Um, so maybe I do need a second screening to have a little more appreciation. An hour and a half film. I, <laughs> Uh, it's been 50 minutes uh, already. I, I don't know if I'm going to make it. It's not, when there's no one else in the theater, though, I kind of feel weird. So I had a strange thing happen. So that's my resonance and feel for the film. But I have a little bit of a weird resonance and feel for actually being at the movies. Because, I, like I said, it was me and another man who was just sitting behind me a little bit. And then, like, 20 minutes before the end of the movie, I don't really know what the timing is because I didn't check. But, you know, the guy who works at the movie who comes in and brings the trash can at the end? Yeah. Well, he came in like 20 minutes before the movie ended and then stood stick still against the wall right across from me. <laughs> and Maybe he likes this movie. He wants to see the end again. <laughs> it was so unnerving, though. I thought, is he, you know, because I did bring like my own water into the movie. I'm like, is he going to bust me <laughs> for having my water oh, my gosh, in this movie? Me- <laughs> I have a drop some glass in the theater, so I think you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Jess and I went to a well, movie once, and we were the only two in the theater, and she dropped a glass water bottle, and it shattered everywhere. I'm like, oh, my God. And it was at, like, 10 in the morning. It was some stupid horror movie. It was so dumb. It sounds... That sounds about right, though, right? Just like... Yep. Well, don't you remember, Bren, when we went to go... I forgot what we went to see, but it was just you and I. It was the middle of, like, a school day, and we had sandwiches and... How from, old were uh, I have been? The Westbrook bakery you were in well you were working for dawn so you're probably 15, 15 or 16 yeah. yeah and we had sandwiches in those plastic clams oh, things, yeah. and we're trying we were opening them and it was just like the <laughs> loudest noise ever <laughs> in the theater. and we full-on sat there and ate lunch sandwiches while we were uh, watching whatever specs. movie those we were watching sandwiches. those are so good the, it was it was the uh westbrook breast westbrook club westbrook yeah it was really club. nice yeah that's a good sandwich. um so I think I'd like to see this movie without having my own personal Hitler standing off to the oh side gosh. waiting for the movie to end. My own personal Hitler. Um, so I, I I like, I think the reason to feel, because 
it's hard because there's a lot of this movie i i know we'll give i've given it and you guys have all given it high grades across the board i don't think it's as good as the sum of its parts i i like moments and i like characters but it doesn't come together as much as i'd like i don't love this movie like i thought i might really um i thought it was probably no, gonna be oh. above your expectations especially no, based off of how <laughs> well, this whole bad. conversation <laughs> Well, that's the thing. It's like we're talking about all the best parts, but there's stuff in here that I don't, I don't know. It just doesn't come together as much as I'd, I'd like it to. It's, um, it's a lot of good little pieces. Um, but I'm, th- having said that, the resonance feels still like a four because like that one scene is almost enough to win it, win it up there by by itself. The shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, we didn't even talk about mm-hmm. the part I want to talk. I mean, I think Jess mentioned it briefly, but uh, the girl when the Nazis come in and like look through the house, she just comes yeah. out of her hiding place and pretends to be the sister, like. Real bold, like she's just like, and the, yeah, and you can see Jojo move. is terrified because he thinks, oh no, these high-ranking Nazis will somehow figure out that you're Jewish because they they know they're they they're the high-ranking Nazis, and um, you know she pretty much pulls it off except for the little flub that Sam Rockwell reads the papers like just said and uh, and uh, kind of uh, lies for her. Cause, the birth date is wrong, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and and jo- I like JoJo's uh, metaphorical kicking Nazis out of his life, where he literally kicks Hitler out a window. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that was really good at the end too. <laughs> and he like flies lie. backwards, like through it, oh, yeah. like a complete cartoon character. Um, That's so satisfying. <laughs> I like it more. I guess I like this movie more that I've had time to sit with it. When I left the theater initially, I was like, ah, I don't know if I liked it that much. It was all right. It was it had really good parts, but oh. I didn't feel that way at all. That's a, that's I felt like I liked it more I, than I thought it would. I might be the lowest on this movie then, out of the three of us. Um, it could be, like it's not sniffing my top five at the what? end of the year. It's not that good, um, or you know, but mm-hmm. it's, it was okay. Uh, we're at the end though. Um, mm-hmm. Mama K, would you recommend Jojo Rabbit? I am going to recommend Jojo Rabbit, even though you might have some. You kind of have to push the thoughts uh, in your mind about what you know the impetus is for this movie and take it as what you know they're the characters and the the storyline between those characters and and the growth for everyone um i mean that's a real important thing to come out of this you got a kid that starts off as like an uber nazi that comes out you know as a sympathetic and he's a sympathetic character anyway but who comes out with you know sympathy for the enemy um and there the interaction between those two characters i love it yes um, no, I totally recommend it. I think you have to warn someone before they watch it because I feel like it wouldn't sit well with everyone, like how I felt the first 30 minutes. Um, but I thought it's probably how I thought it would be. I thought it'd be really fun and funny, but I think it had more meaningful parts than I was thinking. Um, so probably above my yeah. expectations. So I totally recommend it. And I'd still recommend this movie. It's still really good. Fans of Taika Waititi's style will, will like this. I think my favorite movie of his is still what we do in the shadows i really like that movie with the vampires mockumentary um that one that one gets me but uh no this is like i'm gonna have to see more he's got he's got a good amount of films i think i've missed a couple he's got like seven or eight films and he's got more coming out um but and, and, and he's directed a episode directing an episode of uh, the mandalorian on, on disney plus now go watch it it's, it's an excellent show wait now is that running episodically like are they just yeah they're doing one about one a week they, okay. they did two this first week so there's two out right now okay but, um, yeah because i watched the jeff goldblum one and that was so funny because jeff goldblum so and they're doing that jeff goldblum is too, you know one a mandalorian. week you're talking about his... no, they're doing that. Oh, with... Disney Plus is doing that with the Jeff Goldblum show. Yeah, uh... the world according to Jeff Goldblum. 
Okay. Oh no, I didn't know about that. But um, <laughs> anyway, this movie, yes, uh, three three recommends. Uh, all pretty solid. Um, it's it wasn't up to my expectations. I guess I had high expectations going in, and it was like it fell a little short. Um. But I, I like it more that we've talked about I it. I didn't like it as much when I first left, but I liked it more that now that I've had time to sit with it. Um, all right, three recommends for Jojo Rabbit. And we will not leave the theaters. We won't do it. We're going to stay in them for a <laughs> long time because next we have uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, that is that's yeah. a big, big, fat movie. That is like two and a half hours of, of <laughs> Matt Damon and Christian Bale doing this oh, lip What thing. part? Am I going to fall asleep? In? You will fall asleep twice, <laughs> probably. Uh, well, by the way, this is a 92% <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes and a 99 audience score. Jess, it's not going to be bad. Oh, great. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, is Jess, uh, Jess are you oh, on no, for that? Nicole got this one. No. Nicole, no, it's Nicole okay. on that one. I think, Bob, okay, you said you might be on that one, too. Um, I, uh... <laughs> and then we also have uh, Frozen 2 will be coming out this month. Uh, we have uh, Beautiful Day, Neighborhood. That's the Tom Hanks's Mr. Rogers. I st- I f- that movie feels weird to me. I-, I don't know if I'm on board with that I yet. think because it's it, just it, Tom Hanks. Yeah, I... I- it's it's this. It gives me a creeper feel. But it's Tom Hanks. Hard. Like I know it's not Mr. It it's so matter. obviously not Mr. Rogers. Like I it's know, so weird. But I think it's just him <laughs> trying to be Tom, Mr. Rogers. I think that's that's the weird part for me. I don't know. They make the nice guy in Hollywood be the nice guy from PBS. I guess that makes sense. But um, uh, what else we got? Knives Out. Mama <laughs> K is drooling for Knives Out. She's, she's ready for that. I'm ready for that. And uh, yeah, then we hit December, and I think we have a few Netflix movies that have like small releases. Like I think we're doing The Irishman. Uh, and I think mm. we're doing um, Marriage Story, the Noah Baumbach film. Uh, so we we we've got good movies coming out. I'm I like most of the ones that we got coming. Uh, if you have anything to recommend, we gotta try to fit in a holiday film in there, people. Yeah, so if you have recommendations, recommendations for a holiday on. movie, it's Christmas, Sonica, yeah. whatever, whatever you said, New Year's. If you have something like that for the the holiday time. <laughs> We have, I think, one or two open slots in uh, the end of December. But most of all, if you have anything to recommend to us, films with the women's in, films with the women in my life on Facebook, all the women's. All the women's. <laughs> and if you want to reach out to me individually, I am Brennan underscore pod host on Instagram. And we will be getting to recommendations in January, February, March when the theater reviews slow down. Except for Jess, yes, getting ready for those, <laughs> those horrible, horrible horror movies. She's amping up. Ready for She's amping up. For She's those. amping up. You're literally the only person who reviews movies on the planet who's ever said, oh, I can't wait for the January movies. <laughs> <laughs> nobody ever would say it's, that. Uh, uh, it's just January. <laughs> January just. Starting uh, the new year off just, right. Just Mama K, thank you for being on for JoJo Rabbit. Thank you. Thanks. Until next time, this is Brennan signing out saying thanks for listening.